Hello, folks. Welcome to a somber salute to Troy presented to you by Bet Online. We're not as happy as we are today because of what happened last Friday. I mean, we do have our excuses, but those are games that are needed to win. If you want to be a championship team, you have to win those games. I'm here with my man, Phil. How are you doing, Phil? Uh, you know, before we get to how incredibly disappointed I am with this performance and the and the litany of names that I have on my list to bring up in negative light with some strong feelings, uh, we we must first look back at, at eleven and two. No, one hundred percent. We were going to get there. Yeah. But what I can't let go of is watching Utah walk six guys up to the line of scrimmage, not even bothering to hide it. Yeah, all night. All night long. All night long. All night long. Your quarterback is hurt. You know your quarterback is hurt. And you let them walk six men and send six men consistently all night, different ways. They did it. They did it multiple. They did it multiple ways. They they showed a three down, sent six. They showed four down, sent six. Six. Like they 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 all six and then send them. Yep. Like they walked six up to the line and legit sent them. Like he knew. The defense coordinator was saying Trojan, Trojan, Trojan. That was they nobody picked up like, hey, bro, that's sending six. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess that's how you uh that's how you stop it, right? Just send six. Fuck it. No. No, that's <laughs> not how you stop it. I pray that's, to how you, God. that's how you stop Lincoln Riley's offense. You just send six. I pray to God. That some defensive coach would be stupid enough to show me he was sending six on each and every play. I mean, I, I as a I could you could listen. I'm watching these guys walk up, and of course I'm sitting in the booth, and I'm looking at Caleb Williams, and I'm looking at Lincoln Riley, and I'm look after, and you know it's it's after a point in time, it's like okay, they're sending six. They're doing. They're showing this look. They're showing that look. They're walking up. They're walking up with enough time to change the play. We don't call hot routes. We're when whatever it is that we're audibling, we're allowing the we're allowing the defense to sit at five to seven yards with <coughs> with while they're rushing six. We not at no point did we isolate a receiver. And throw a quick pass and leave him with one guy to beat and however many yards of green grass in front of him to run. There were numerous simple, simple adjustments to get Utah out of that that never got made. I I will say this, and I think this is a uh this is a key to Lincoln Riley's offense, and I don't think 
people realize it because the big play, they only know the big play. Austin Jones only had 32 yards. He did nothing. I mean, he had 21 carries. I think it was th- 21 for 32 or something like that. And I, and I get it. Like, I mean, he, had, he was running into an eight-man box. Like, their goal was to stop the run, and they stopped the run. I do think this, though. A healthy Caleb Williams torches him. Absolutely. A healthy Caleb Williams just because I saw the play where he got hurt. It's the one where he scrambled around and ran, 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 and then he slid. And he was kind of getting like, oh, he must have tweaked something not too bad and continue to play. And that happened in the first quarter on like the third drive. Right. Right. And so, I mean, I saw that part, but it's just like, a healthy Caleb Williams changes the outcome of the game because you can't keep sending six. Now, injured Caleb Williams, you can send six because you're able to contain him. Even if, like, everybody's like, oh, well, the first half he looked so good. Well, let me – let me. there's something called adrenaline. And when you have adrenaline, you don't feel pain. Yeah. And then you go to halftime and you're sitting down. You're like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. And you get up, you're like, oh, shit, I'm not good. Oh, I'm not good. That leg is <laughs> tightened up. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it hurts. It hurts. It hurts. Deeply. Yeah, because it's like, damn, you want to get the conference back. And, I mean, Utah winning is kind of trash because they're not that good. But I feel like Utah right now is like the New York Giants to the New England Patriots. Like, they just have their number right now. Like, they have them kind of figured out, and that's fine. It is what it is. They'll get better. But, like you said, they're 11-2 and two with the potential to be 12-2. Be and two. Right? They, they beat UCLA. They beat Notre Dame. They made a complete turnaround. They're playing in a New Year's Six Bowl against Tulane, right? And we'll, we should get the Tulane film and break it down. We got plenty of time to talk about stuff. We got all the way until the 31st? Yeah. The 31st, or maybe it's the second because of the, the way it falls this year because of Christmas and all that stuff falls on like a Sunday. But neither, neither here nor there, the fact of the matter is this, that this is a great season for USC. And I don't want people to feel like, yeah, it's the second. So we got about three weeks. But this is a great season for USC, man. And and you can only feel nothing but positive. Like, we take it to heart more because we've been on this whole ride week by week. And we saw the progression and we saw the growth. And we saw them deal with adversity multiple times, right? We saw adversity with the receivers getting hurt. We saw adversity with Travis Dye getting injured, right? And 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 uh, both of those times when, when Addison and Williams got hurt at the same time, I was like, oh, I'll be all right. Like, we still got Dye and this and that. And the receivers just stepped in. Kyle Ford, Taj Washington, right? Uh, Michael Jackson. They all stepped in and they did what they had to do. Travis Dye gets hurt. You know what I mean? And what did I say? Hey, here comes a big dose of six. And when six comes, you got to be ready to go because he's going to run hard. And 
They got a big dose of six, and they stopped the run the last Friday, and it is what it is. I don't think we're going to get the same thing on the second. That's my first. That's my first reaction. Nah. Secondly, we're going to get a healthy Caleb Williams, right? Two to four, he's out for what? He's not okay. So you understand? He one week he's not. He, they probably didn't practice these past two weeks because you can't practice the week of finals. That's the NCAA rule. So he probably gave him a week off. Can't practice the week of finals. So they'll probably get going, take light reps. It takes about a month to get it right. If they ease them in and get it right, I think we do get a healthy Caleb Williams. Maybe. You know, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. But we do know everybody else is healthy. Everybody else has a chance to get healthy. My question is, and I don't know, it hasn't came out yet. Do you know Jordan Addison's playing? I have not heard yet. So Uh, I've been curious about that as well. Uh, I had thought that uh, Caleb's hamstring situation was a little bit worse than what uh, what it appears to be. I thought he w- I thought that he was going to be sitting for for quite at least about a month. I guess maybe probably about six weeks or so. It really wasn't really isn't too much of a reason to rush him back. Uh, what what? But you you would want to see. We would definitely want to see him in the bowl game. Right. So. You got to think about it like this, like school school's over this week, probably mm-hmm. next week at the latest. There's, there's going to be a bunch of time of all football. You know what I mean? You don't have to worry about class or anything like that. Even with finals and stuff, you just go to finals. Like you don't have to go to class. So like you get a bunch of treatment that you can get pushed on you and you, you have the ability to get healthy. So, I do think that he might be able to play mm-hmm. because just talking to like my friends who are trainers, two to four weeks is normal for like a torn hamstring. Mm-hmm. So I do think he will be able to play. <clears throat> and it's also based on severity, right? If it's torn off the bone, we're looking at something completely different than then if it's a lateral tear across, that's like a pull, mm-hmm. right? So maybe, maybe not. we'll see, but Neither here nor there. I know one thing we'll be having a live show on Saturday because we will be celebrating my man number 13 hoisting the trophy in New York City, right? So that's one thing about it. He still put on a Heisman performance, right? Like he was injured and he played like that. There's, I mean, this is a guy, throw the team on your back. I, I, I see his draft stock rising. And I like his guts. I mean, I still have some questions about him, about being a pro quarterback. But guess what? He has another year to fix that. I think he tries to do too much. And when you get at that level and the defense ends running as fast as you, it'll get you in a little bit of situation. Hopefully it works, though. No, no, for sure. That and that and he definitely got to look to his left a little bit more and, and catch his bigger, his bigger pass, his bigger possession receiver types. And look to look to get what he can versus trying to hit the home run. I agree. Um, move, I mean, oh man, I'm I'm still kind of speechless. I don't know what to say because I still had to do with everybody. What happened? What happened? I mean, it just happens, man. I'm man. Uh, well, 
I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you what happened, but we, we haven't even crossed over to that side yet. Hold hold on, hold on. Before you tell me what happened, <clears throat> basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll find all the latest odds, team matchup, info, player news, games, trends at BetOnline. And your continued source for all sports wagering info, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet your favorite sports event, whether it's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and re- receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use promo code below. Believe, promo code believe, that's B L E A V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. So, I, I was going to say I'm more disappointed than anyway. All right. So, I know why you're upset. And it's been all year. I will say this last week, we saw a complete game. Not last week, the week before. Notre Dame in a complete game. Friday, we did not see a complete game. And Achilles Hill reared his ugly head. What Achilles Hill reared his ugly head that call that you feel is the reason why the Trojans lost? Take it away. It's all yours. Offense fills seats. Defense wins championships. USC brought their offense, and early their defense in the first quarter, their defense was up to the challenge. But once again, Utah was able to defeat USC's defense with by attacking their scheme. And we talked about it. We talked about it going into this into this week into this particular game that USC needed to look at the tape and they needed to figure out a way to counter the numbers game that Utah was going to employ against them on both sides of the ball, on offense and defense. They failed miserably at both. They continued to – Alex Grinch continued to trot out that 3-3-5 against the team that's deploying seven at the line and going double tight. He failed to be able to bring an extra defender to stop the run. He failed to be able to get some guys who were able to get through the line and get to the quarterback because they were being blocked by extra guys. He failed to be able to account for two tight ends, not one, but two tight ends, because it wasn't just Kincaid. It was their other tight end that got to it. And the last but most egregious of anything that you would ever hope to see in a football game, let alone a championship game, is 40 fucking missed tackles. I will, okay, so. I I, I watched the film. I just didn't download it. I watched the film. And you are... 100% 100% correct. There is... Okay, let's start here. SC, SC's defense is an opportunistic defense. They are they achieve because of opportunities. They did not create any opportunities 
for the offense. Right? Now, here's the biggest key. SC, this is the first game they lost a turnover battle. They had a fumble lost, and they had an interception. Utah only had a fumble. SC was negative one in turnovers. That's the this is the first game they lost a turnover battle. We always talk about this, and we always give Ryan credit because he came up with this. Find me four stops. Only have one when they. I I I only have one where it was early in the game when SC got that pick early, right? Yep. They got the pick early. And so I'm sorry, SC did win the turnover battle. They were plus well, one. They tied. It was two to two. They got a fumble. They got an interception. And and then they gave up both. Okay, so they finished even. But yeah. they I, I remember I was watching before I had to do what I had to do because I was unable to watch the game because I had to go to a company event. But um they were there, they were they got the pick and they and Ryan told us this a long time ago. He always says they just need four stops. I can only count one stop. They did not achieve the four stops. They didn't win the turnover battle. And the effects of the short, I think the missed tackles. And this is why. This is why. And everybody fought me on this. Everybody fought me on this. Even you, Ryan fought me on this. People in the network fought me on this. And, and, and it showed. And I'm so happy it showed. They are not a championship team. They're a better team, but they're not a championship team. The team that we saw on last Friday is the same team we saw all year. The only difference is the moment got big, right? There's not enough people to handle a moment that big. The UCLA moment was big, but it was a manageable moment, right? The Notre Dame moment was big, but they were able to manage it. They were in their stadium, right? There was more SC fans than UCLA fans. They played Notre Dame at home. Now you're in a neutral site where it's equal amount of fans and it gets loud from one side and there's a lot of stuff going on all week and you got to do all this and do all this and you're getting gifts, blah, 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 this and that. There's 80% of a team that hasn't done that. So imagine doing a playoff like that. So now you got Pac-12 playoff. They're not ready. And there's a lot that goes to it, to these championship games, and they were not ready. And they proved that they were not ready to be a championship team. And that's fine. And that's okay. You know why? Because they went 11-2. and two. They might go 12-2. and two. They, are a complete, they are completely turned around. They're trending up. If this was a crypto coin, buy SC. If this was a stock, buy SC. You know why? Because the price you buy it at now is going to triple in four years, mm-hmm. right? This team is going to be untouchable, and they're going to be a consistent playoff team because they're going to get dudes, and they're going to create it. And the transfer portal, people's going to want to go to tra- the transfer portal, right? <sighs> All right, Dion went to Colorado. Here's the deal. Newsflash, NASA school, the top NASA school in the nation, you can't just walk into Colorado. Dion's going to get a reality check. There's a reason why Colorado's been bad because it's hard to get in that university. SC is a private institution with special admits, and they can let anybody in that they want to. With that being said, if you want to win, if you want to be a part of something good, go to USC. 
Back to what I was saying. They weren't ready. They proved that they weren't ready. And and at the end of the day, it's okay. It's fine. They're young. The quarterback's coming back, right? Mario Williams is coming back. The running back situation, I like the little 22 guy. He'll be all right. They got a lot of guys that are coming back. They got the transfer portal. They're able to recruit. It's okay. This has been a great season. But as far as, like, everybody was ready for him to go to the playoff, last Friday was a perfect example for, what, 12 weeks I was saying, they're not ready, they don't need to go. And they proved it to me. And so <clears throat> next year, I will say this, next year, they better be ready. And this does not <laughs> happen next year. This better be night and day next year. They should be able to win a game like this and handle moments like this because they've been in multiple moments. And this is just another test, right? And this was the final, and they failed the final, unfortunately. Yeah, they did. Uh, and I, it's interestingly enough, I, the failure was a complete one. And, you know, that that's really, in terms of failure, that's really all that you can hope for in this type of situation. That sounds kind of weird. But but to me, the worst that to me, the worst thing would be to fail at, at the last possible second and come up with that that one play so that you can spend the whole rest of the time. If only this had now that wasn't the case here. USC had the opportunity to go up 28 to three and put this game away early. And from 12 minutes and eight seconds left in the second quarter, they proceeded to lose 44 to seven. Yeah, that and that's that, and that's how you know Caleb was hurt. Them not being able to score, the plays were changed, right? All right, so I was in the profession, I was in the college profession, and my last stop I was at, we got fired. I am not for the promotion of firing coaches. But in reality, Grinch has to go. I, I don't know. It. I, I don't know. The beginning of the season, that right at the, the you could rewind the tape going into spring ball. I told you, <laughs> like, he needs to go now. Save yourself the year. Find another guy now because he's not it. So the issue is, He's not going to go this year because they went eleven and two, and they led the they led the nation here. Turnovers and sacks. They led the nation as a turnover and sacks. The all conference defensive player. You created an all conference defensive player. Blah blah blah. You have first team guys. Bullet got um, end up being Pac twelve first team. That's what we're going to talk about next week. There's the, all the all the awards. We just wanted to wait until Saturday to see what happens with the Heisman. We'll talk about all the awards. Maybe we could get Mikey to make us some highlight tapes to put on there. But, God dang, man. He panics. For him to be a defensive coordinator, he panics. And the one position where you can't panic is a defensive coordinator. Right? When an offensive guy panics, they could panic because – it only takes one play, and all of a sudden they're calmed down, right? One big play, they're back in their groove. When defensive coordinators panic, they stay in a panic, and they try to pressure, 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 and they end up letting shit go. Next thing you know, you're down 42 to 20, and then when you're looking at it, you're like, well, I was just trying to get his back. I was trying to swing the momentum. 
I was trying to swing the momentum. And the worst thing you could ever do is try to swing the momentum. The best thing you can do as a defensive coordinator is just play your game and just do what you do and wait for that moment to happen. That's how you stay in games. But he got into panic mode. So, oh, Caleb, sir, we got to create this. We got to create that. Well, no, do what the fuck you do, bro. Like, and that's not his defense is on. He he has to go. Here's the problem, Phil. And you might disagree with me, but it's 2022 right now. He won't get fired until at the earliest, the end of the 24 season. The earliest. The latest will probably be 25, maybe 26. And the 25. You think that's the latest? He'll get, he'll get, so I'll tell you what. In the grand scheme of the in the grand scheme of things, normally he'd get the three years. He'd get the three years, no problem. Which means he get to the end of twenty four. USC is a different animal. USC is a different breed, and I didn't even get a chance to tell you or Ryan this uh, when I left. When I left the Coliseum, when I was leaving the leaving the stadium, I bumped into Marcus Allen, and I was talking to Marcus Allen by the elevator, and he brought up the fact that there was a hundred and ninety seven schools in the NCAA, and the USC defense was ranked 182nd in terms of yards given up. Now, that's an issue. I don't want to cut you off, but if if alumni like Marcus Allen says it, it's being brought up multiple places. And, And just to piggyback off of that, which was a statement I was getting ready to get to, they are not going to tolerate that. For he got if they if they go to the championship and put another effort like that again, where they have that many missed tackles, where they go through the year and they can't stop anybody on the ground, they can't stop a tight end, and that they got to live off live and die by turnovers and sacks. He won't make. He'll be gone by the end of twenty twenty three. Yeah. So. And here's the issue. Especially, hold on, hold on, let me. Especially if Caleb Williams is on track to, if he wins the Heisman this year and is on track to win it again next year. And the reason that they call up, they come up short is because once again, their defensive coordinator found a way to not be able to get it done. Yeah. Or Mario Williams, Mario Williams has a chance to be a Belenikoff Warren winner next year. Like, he didn't even make the list because he got injured, which is so weird because he had just as many yards as Jordan Addison. He just doesn't he, – he's a very – he's an excellent role player and with the ability to be a star, which he is a starlight. That dude's a first-round pick. I don't care what anybody says because, you don't – the shit he does is just crazy. But you, you running into Marcus Allen, right? Mm-hmm. You running into Marcus Allen – that means there's other people talking about it. For him to know that number, that means it's been mm-hmm. That means that people are starting to collect money for buyout. Yep. And I think he needs to understand that. And that, that's a conversation probably him and Lincoln are going to have. Like, look, you're my guy. I understand this, but I don't want to leave Southern California, dude. <laughs> like, this is cold for – this 70 degrees is cold for them. They don't, they're worried about rain. Oklahoma, we had frost. I don't want to leave here. And uh, you need to fix it or you're going to have to get fired. I went to a clinic one time with Dave Wanstead, the old coach for the 
Dolphins? Bears and the Dolphins. Yeah, and he was like, the problem a lot of people have is they hire their friends. When you hire your friends, you get fired. Yep. If you hire your friend, you have to be able to tell your friend, like, look, if I need to go in the other direction, and your friend should be able to, to accept that. Lincoln Riley, his very his his two flaws is he doesn't recruit defense very well, and he's afraid to fire Alex Grinch. That's his downfall. As great as he is as a coach, those are his two downfalls. And that may be the reason why he will never win a national championship. I should say if he doesn't win it, I guarantee you we look back on this, and those are the two reasons why. Yep. He won't fire Alex Grinch, and he doesn't recruit defense very well. And I'll, and uh, the other and another one of the questions that I brought up and I did that one I did ask Jamal and uh, Ryan said, <clears throat> at what point do we get do we look at the fact that Lincoln Riley can't win the big one? You've now if if Caleb is successful in winning the Heisman under his watch, that's now three Heisman Trophy winners and zero national titles. Technically four. Technically four. Right, because he coached uh, Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. So I know he didn't win it under him, but technically uh, four. First round draft pick. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, you're, you're... see, so that that I rebuttal with this. I don't agree the way the seed in the college football playoff is, how the college football playoff works, because it's only four teams, and it's, like, immersed. Like, the best teams are playing. They don't get the uh, the jitter game out, I guess you could say. That's why the one seed plays the eight seed in most playoffs, and right. the one seed fucking just steamrolls them. Look at college basketball, right? Mm-hmm. So... Like with the, this playoff, it's like right here, right now. The twelve team playoff, though, the twelve team playoff. Like I don't care what you say. There's a difference between the number one team in the nation and the number ten team in the nation. Yes, there's a there's a big difference. So like when you play a twelve team in the playoff and you get those zero outs and now you're backing your flow because you're all for a month. That's what people forget about bowl games, though. Like you're all for a month. They're their last game was Friday, December 2nd, and they're not going to play again until after the Yeah. So, like, you're off for a while. Like, you need to get back in that flow and try to create some type of game shape because you fall out of game shape a little bit. So, I'll, I'll give them a little leeway until 12. So, let's, let's table that. Let's put it on the back burner. Let it simmer for a little bit, you know. And let's when they get to twelve, let's let's bring that one back up. Fair enough. You know what I mean? Let let them bring let's bring that one. And that's just my rebuttal on it. Like, you know, and some people might say, You're out of your fucking mind. You're crazy. He should win the big one. <laughs> I don't want to hear no excuse. I'm trying to that's the only thing I could tell you and I could give you. Al, I want winners. I, I hear don't you. Care about anything else. I, I want winners. And one thing that I do not tolerate is losing games that you should have won. Man, 
I don't tolerate that at all. I don't mince words. I have strong feelings and opinions. And honestly, there, I, I, I was truly let. And this, and funny, because that after this game is when the Oklahoma fans started sounding off. Said about, oh yeah, oh yeah, you thought you were getting this world beater? Oh no, it's the same thing we've been saying for years. It was, it was so bad, and I, I'm gonna tell the fans this. It was so bad. It was so bad. So so I only saw like the first four drive because I had to go to like a company event in Vegas. Phil was in Vegas. Ryan was in Vegas. We we we're talking the whole time, the whole week through group text. Hey, yeah, like just let me know when the game is over, and we'll get together. We'll do a live show. They were so geek. I was like, hey, I'm at the Palms. I'm right down the street. From Allegiant, y'all could just come over here. We could do it anywhere. Like, super excited. Phil and Ryan, super excited. I did not hear from Phil and Ryan until Monday, guys. <laughs> I didn't hear from them until Monday. And normally Ryan sounds off about, like, Rams and Chargers stuff because he's LAFD and he's, like, he tries to be the mediator and he's the most Switzerland and all the network. I did not hear from Ryan and Phil until Monday. And the only reason why I heard from Ryan is because we had the call for our new sponsor. And I thought it was Monday. And it was really on Tuesday. So I called Ryan. I was like, oh, I I missed the meeting. I apologize. He was like, no, it's tomorrow. I did not hear from these guys until Monday. Monday. We were supposed to do a live show. We could have recapped it. Like, I was literally... Five minutes from Allegiant Stadium. (laughs) (laughs) And they didn't want to talk to me like. (laughs) The crazy part is that they would have came, they could have went where I was, had an open bar. They could have had all the liquor that they wanted with no problem. No. (laughs) Couldn't drink that that pain away. Sitting in the booth watching this, like, I I think I am (laughs) sick. Like, I'm about to be ill. I can't believe what I'm sitting here watching. And the fact that we're just going to continue to let this happen over and 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 over again. Monday. I did not hear from you guys. Y'all could have came, right? Hey, we could have recapped it. Got a nice little background, everything. Monday. I was like, oh, man, these dudes are upset, like. It was. I, I, I'm. Ha- I, I watched. Like I said, I watched the film, and I was like, eh. like there was some moments. I'm just like, ooh. I saw when I watched the the first couple of drives. I legit said, damn, they're bringing six every single time, every single way. Like they're trying to bring six, but I didn't. Let, and then like I left, had to do what I do, and all of a sudden, like people from my job are like, hey, what happened, bro? I'm like, I don't know, like. I didn't look at it, and I finally looked at the score. I was like, oh. And then we get the film, and I watched the film yesterday, and I was just like, ugh, not good. I I was in the box. I think I think when, uh, when the backup tight end walked through the safety into the end zone, I, you know, it, it it was all the professionalism in me. It took all the professionalism in me not to get up and leave the media box and walk the fuck out. Was that Bullock? Bullock yeah. yeah. I mean, it, 
I had watched all those missed tackles. I had watched all the life get beat out of these boys. I watched their defensive coordinator leave them hanging all game long. And when he and, and when it got to and I don't I don't want to speak ill of this young man because this young man has been good has been good all season long, but I mean at, at that moment it, it was just the complete the 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 defeat was complete. You had the angle, he had the angle, he got there, and it looked like there was just zero desire to get that man on the ground, and that man pushed him to the side and continued and carried him into the end zone with him. And at that point, it was just like. How happy do you think the Pac-12 is at Utah 1? Oh, ecstatic. Problem is, is that Utah has just now played themselves out of the Pac-12. Mm, yeah, no doubt. Utah wasn't staying in the Pac-12 anyway. And the Pac-12 was very very unrealistic if they thought that Utah is not talking to the Big 12. Very unrealistic. Arizona, Utah, Colorado are going to the Big 12. Work mm-hmm. makes sense. Like they're they're very unreal. The Pac-12 is uh, is becoming I mean, we may never see the Pac-12 again. It might be like the Big East. And there used to be some big games in football in the Big East. So yeah, I was good because they there's it's it's gotten to it's gotten to a point where it's sad and and I don't know how because like I said I just started covering this beat recently I, I I just can't believe that in the second largest media market in the in the nation that we couldn't they couldn't have found a way to come up with a deal to make this worth their while oh man it's just you're right I can't even think of anything. The only thing, the only thing I could honestly think of is the the time zone was their biggest was their biggest enemy. Yeah, that, that that's got to be it. But even even still, with that, if if they could have just set it, if they could have set their start times to five. They still be seen on the other side of the country. That'd be the night get. That'd be the nightcap. That'd be the prime time game. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Definitely, Phil, man. What do, you, what do you got to end the night with other than the nightcap? We got the offensive, the Pac-12 offensive player of the year, the Pac-12 defensive player of the year. We've seen don't a lot. Away, Phil, don't give away too much because next week we're going to do the reward award show. We just want to wait until Saturday. So don't give any names. But you can, you can tease. I'm all for the tease. Go ahead. So we'll we'll cover that we'll cover the the defensive and offensive players of the year, and I'll just leave it with this: we are on Heisman watch Saturday night. Definitely, I'm I'm that. I will say this: there was a time about 370 days ago where it was somber and Trojan land. Now we're back on high spirits. I will tell you this: the best, the greatest thing about about what about what happened Friday was I was in the airport line, and and I was in the line, uh, I was in the line at the airport, and there's a, a lady behind me, and I'm looking at her, and I'm like, God dang, that looks like the girl that lived next door to me at SC, and she had her USC uh 
her USC pharmacy jacket on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God dang, that looks like her. That looks like her. Finally, I was like, we, we, like, she was legit behind me. I went through the security check. She went through security check. And then she finally looked and she said, Alfred. I was like, oh shit, it is you. Gave each other a big cut. We were super early for our flights. We hung out. So she got on her plane, her and her husband. That right there is what, he, I mean, college is about Trojan connections, about that just tells me that people flying. She lives in Hawaii too. So they oh, flew from wow. Hawaii to the Pac 12 championship. So the Trojans are back if they're traveling. This was a big game, man. And you got a lot of support behind them. Don't panic, guys. We're going to beat Tulane. We just got to get ready for next year. Got to dominate the portal and be good. Other than that, hey, I'm excited. Next week, we'll talk about the awards show. Like I said, hopefully get Mike and McKinney to make us a little highlight video for it. Great year. We got a couple more shows for you guys before we have the end of the year wrap-up. Hopefully, we can bring Jamal, Ryan, a bunch of brewing guys. We'll have a, a, a good little time, have an end-of-the-year wrap-up. I'm excited. For, but for the most part, I guess we'll see you guys next week. This is the Better Line. Salute Troy Podcast. I'm Coach Rowe. Got a boy, Phil Rob. We'll see you guys. Bye, on.